0: Hi, I'm Kerry Grace, CEO and Director of Regional Development for Regional Development Australia Mid-North Coast. Through our work, my team, our board and I get to meet some truly inspiring people through our region. People whose creativity, ability to innovate, talent and pure grit contribute to our vibrant and diverse economy. The Across the Region podcast will introduce you to these people and take a look under the hood as we learn more about what makes their businesses and organisations tick, particularly in these challenging times. Who knows? One could even be your neighbour. Jeremy Higgins grew up on a macadamia farm in the Nambucca Valley. His interest in stingless bees started late in 2015 when his parents bought two colonies from a local grower. Now, he also oversees and manages a growing number of colonies for other macadamia growers in the area. His business Stingless was founded just last year after Jeremy completed his HSC. Jeremy's deep knowledge of native bees is mesmerizing, but what's even more impressive is his ability to get you excited about native bees too. Jeremy Stingless works with native bees. Can you explain what your business actually does?
1: So I provide these pollination solutions for different macadamia crops in the Nambucca Valley and Valley and looking to expand outside of the area. Um, so all these different farms have needs of their own in all the different aspects of farming. And I'm here to help out in from a pollination point of view, which takes a broader approach from just placing colonies it on the farms but also what other bees could be and other biodiverse biodiversity aspects can be implemented into the farm to make oh to, because i see the farm as an ecological asset it's an ecological system and so there's all these different aspects in 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 terms of agronomy in terms of biodiversity that can all work towards optimizing the yields and it all comes down to the pollination between our insects our native insects and the macadamia flower and if we can get the best pollination we can get we will see even better yields in years to come and in the future as we work and we do more research and more practice and more practice it's only going to get better and better
0: why native bees as opposed to bumblebees or honeybees
1: native bees have huge potential for the pollination industry australia is the only significant landmass in the world to not have the pest of honeybees, varroa mite. Many beekeepers and people in, um, in biose- biosecurity expect that one day varroa mite will eventually come to Australia. So, if we have a developed alternative pollination industry already developed, by the time varroa mite comes, we will not have the same dependency on our honeybees as we would in years past so a developed alternative pollination industry is the way to go but it should be developed anyway because these stingless bees have so much potential to be such effective and useful pollinators for our crops.
0: You started your business in the Nambucca last year Jeremy when you finished your HSC in the same year. How long have you been interested in native bees for?
1: It's been a few years now. Um, I turned 18 last year and I had been doing stingless bees since about the age of 14 and 15 Uh, My parents, Jane and Charlie, they bought uh, two stingless bee colonies from a gentleman up the road who has a macadamia farm of his own, Mr. Peter Ranking, who's been a terrific guidance and help for what I've been doing. And he got us started um, and showed us, you know, how are these bees split and how they propagated. And so I had made the boxes for our bees myself. Um, And then other people in, in our grower association and pool noticed what I was doing and asked that I do similar work on their bees. And then I noticed that oh, this job doesn't just mean making the colonies and making the boxes. There's a broader approach that goes into the pollination solution than just placing the bees on, on the farm. And that's how I had gotten started with all these years and all thinking about all these different crops and these different farms. What is it that these people need and what is it we can do for these farms to make them more effective and increase and optimise our, our yields and also an environmental approach, going back to the farm as an ecological system, an ecological asset, and not just a vast monoculture.
0: And Jeremy, only a few months into your business, you already have a waiting list for supply. What's the thing that you need most in your business at the moment and how can people support you with that?
1: Definitely one big thing is we need more colonies they grow very slowly we can only double our numbers once every year yes that is exponential growth but because we're still at the very start of it um, that incline at the moment is not at all steep it's it's rather slow so we still need more colonies so that's colonies in in nature it, where where trees need to be knocked down those not just can we protect those colonies and get them out of uh, endangered areas, but we can also implement those in industry and and used in this business um, so any colonies that are naturally occurring that are threatened that we we can use that I'd rather not use colonies in nature and they're happy where they are and they don't and they're not threatened they're best left to their own accord, but other colonies that people happen to own. Uh, we can keep growing on them because we can keep splitting every year just because it's on on your property doesn't mean it can't be split we can come over and split them um and that's a source of income for you because we'll be selling off your colony and it's income for you and every colony that you have can be split and work towards increasing our numbers for our farms and increasing our yields
0: Jeremy, something that really strikes me about your practice is just how passionate you are about the bees and their welfare as well. Can you speak to that just a little bit?
1: Well, the bees are in- intrinsically fascinating creatures. Um opening up a colony is like opening presents at Christmas. It's always so interesting. You know, inside every colony is different. They always yes, they follow a similar arrangement, but each colony is unique. Just opening it in the smell and even though they are angry at me opening up their home, um, it's definitely a joy to see and to hear them, just hear how each colony sounds different, how each of them has their own little note that they produce um, and the smell and the colors. The colors have actually been incorporated into my brand. None of those colors in the brand were um, just out of nowhere all of those colors were actually digitally sampled from a photo of a colony so those colors they're just beautiful to me and how they catch the sun when i open up colonies and knowing that um all this work and all these beautiful little creatures are actually working towards something that is really valuable to australian farmers and mid north coast farmers um it's really good to know that something that i love and something that i really interest in interested in and care about is actually working towards something really good for people.
0: Across the Region Mid-North Coast has been created by Regional Development Australia Mid-North Coast. If you'd like to appear in one of our episodes please get in touch via our website rdamnc.org.au We acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land and pay our respects to elders past and present on the land that we work and live on.